What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality Podcast. Just wanted to say thanks for tuning into this episode. And to let you know that you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast platforms and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 79th edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, a.k.a. the Little Wayne of Podcast. Please, you just learned this sport. I, I mean... That was the wrong. That was the wrong sound effect. Let me let me let me fix that for you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. AKA the little Wayne of podcast because I will get on any track or any podcast and hit it with the J train. Perfect. Shout out to my man and let's welcome him, Matthew Betty White. Uh, how's everything going with you? It's pretty good. My Betty White team is very 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 sturdy. Your Betty White. Team? Um, that's what I'm gonna change our name to this year. You. <sighs> I finally am about to have a, uh, a team name. <laughs> How's everything going with you, man? Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. How was the Labor Day weekend? Uh, eventful, for sure. Decent. Got a little bit of rest. Okay. You know, uh, ate ate a little bit of food. Saw uh, what is it? Saw a couple of the homies. That's always a good thing. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, were you able to catch any of these college football games? I saw. Which one did I see? I saw some of the Georgia game. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> uh, this, Jake Fromm. For, for for the record, this will forever be a inside joke. Uh, we Jake will not. Fromm. We will not tell you about this joke here. <laughs> Anyways, man, it, it's it was a good weekend. Uh, I guess summer is officially over. Shout out to Magic Jordan. You know. You don't you don't yeah. understand that one? Mm-hmm. You remember uh, "Summer's Over" interlude on uh, Views? Oh, true. Yeah, true. Hey, look. the best song on Views Perfect. wasn't even the Drake song. <laughs> this you is why see, people say I hate Drake. <laughs> you do, you, you kind of like Drake though. <laughs> this is why people say I hate Drake. <laughs> Anyways, we got a lot to get into for today's show. We're going to talk about. The NFL most of the time. This is our Sports Reality 2019 NFL preview. So we will come up with storylines, divisional rankings, predictions for the playoffs. And then, of course, our player awards and things like that. But we also have some other things to get into. We're going to do the format a little different. We're going to have our quick hitters first which is all the other news that has happened in the sports world since we last recorded. Then we will get into our NFL preview. Uh, just real quick, want to give some shout-outs to some individuals that uh, told us that they listened to us. Uh, Shout-out to my, to our boy, Miggy. Miggy listened to the last episode and was like, yo, I really loved that one. Y'all keep on doing what y'all doing. So I want to say thanks for appreciating what we're... Uh, we, we're appreciative of your support for the podcast. Uh, Shout-out also to my man, Corley. Corley, literally, uh, we've been talking today. So uh, when I told him we were about to record, he was like, yo, man, make sure you all talk about the young queens and tennis. And that's what we're going to do oh, for sure. later My dad been this. sending me pictures about them playing this whole, like... 
I, what game did I saw? I saw uh, when she hurt her ankle. When she hurt uh, Serena, she hurt her ankle. She was playing against an opponent. Yeah, and she still won. Yeah, yep, oh yep, no, yep. She, yeah. <laughs> I saw the end of that one. So yeah, so uh, shout out to Miggy, shout out to Corley, and all others who are listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us. You can subscribe to us on Anchor, which is our host. Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, tune in. Just search the Sports Reality Podcast. Subscribes will be up to date on all of our content. Like we mentioned a little earlier, we're going to do things a little different because of our NFL preview. We're going to have our quick hitters right now, which is pretty much everything that has happened outside of the NFL since the last time we recorded. College football had their week one. Yeah. Yep, yep. You watch not week zero anymore. Not week zero anymore. They had their week one. Uh, did you watch? Well, you did mention at least one of the teams you saw watched. Some, saw some of the Georgia uh, when they ran it up on those guys. <laughs> it was at uh, Georgia Vandy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But, uh, they ended up being uh, beating the school that's down where uh, our boy goes to med school down in Nashville. Yeah, Josh beat beat a school that's down there, but they they defeated them. Since you are the resident Georgia Bulldog yeah. fan for now, how did you did you like your Georgia did you like the Georgia Bulldogs' performance in Week One in the SEC? It was pretty good. It's pretty good. It's hard to tell sometimes when like you know they're supposed to dominate Vanderbilt. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think there was some like sloppiness at the end of the game, but that was really it. All right. Uh, now, did you catch uh, the score for the Alabama Duke game, which was the the Chick Fil A? Uh, I guess they call it the Chick Fil A Kickoff Classic, the one that's in uh, oh, like Atlanta. That. That's a good name did, for it. Did you Did you catch that? I didn't one? see any of that one. What happened? Oh, man, let's Is just Duke super trash again. Uh, let's just say okay. <laughs> one team showed that they're really good. And one team didn't. Even though Duke uh, is not a bad school, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not a bad school. It's just, man, they definitely got smacked. Just want to recap some of the notable scores that occurred in college football over the weekend. Uh, Clemson, number one, defeated Georgia Tech 52-14. However, Trevor Lawrence did not look really good. 13 for 20 uh 13 for 23 168 yards and one touchdown but the one player on Clemson's team that did look good Travis Etienne 12 carries 205 yards okay. three touchdowns Texas A&M defeated Texas State 41-7 uh when it comes to the holy war number 14 Utah which is is getting a lot of hype this year they beat BYU 30 to 12 do you know why it's called the the holy war why because of the two schools in Utah, BYU being oh, a Mormon true, school, true, true, Utah, true. which is still just like a very evangelical state, uh, it's, it, it's the holy war. A UCF defeated Florida A and M, sixty-two to zero. That's pretty good. This is not a top uh, twenty-five score, but you know what our Maryland Terrapins did? Oh, they did something. Defeated. <laughs> they defeated Howard Ooh. University, which is an HBCU, Ooh. and we support them. But they smacked them seventy-nine to zero, like total demolish, de- devastation, demolished them. They almost got almost got to retire. 
they got debacled like uh emmett smith said uh on live live television one time Uh, other top 25 news michigan state defeated tulsa 28 to 7 wisconsin went to south florida defeated the bulls 49 to 0 alabama smacked duke 42 to 3 and Tua Tonga Viola, he had a decent game. 26 for 31, 336 yards, four touchdown. You mentioned your Vander, I mean, sorry, your Georgia Bulldogs. They defeated Vanderbilt on the road, 30 to 6. That's a good thing for them. They beat an SEC team in, in week one on the road. Yeah. You got one of your big games out of the way already. LSU uh, beat Georgia Southern. 55 to 3, Michigan 40 41 40 21 over Middle Tennessee, Texas 45 14 over Louisiana Tech. One of the uh, the big game on Saturday night, Oregon Auburn in Arlington, Texas at Jerry World. Auburn scored a touchdown with about 15 seconds left to win the game 27 to 21. Justin Herbert, who was a Heisman hopeful last year going into the season, mm-hmm struggled during the season and so far in game one of this season did not look really good when the game mattered this is supposed to be someone that they were saying was going to be potentially a number one overall pick at the beginning of last year and it's not looking good for him or oregon they're not winning these big games uh penn state beat in idaho 79 the seven Syracuse 24-0 over Liberty University. Liberty University, their head coach was in the coach's box because he had a back procedure. Had a coat in the coach's box on a hospital bed because he couldn't stand up. That's a lot. I'm sorry, man. I know it's your job. It's your career. Mm-mm. And maybe that's why I didn't make it to that level because I didn't have that work ethic like that. I don't know, though. But if I had a back injury that required me to be in bed, I think that's what the assistant coach is for. <laughs> you know somebody <laughs> am, else am i exaggerating when i say that somebody that, that, else. The, that the assistant coach should be should be the one taking taking the reins on this one anyone else <laughs> exactly uh oklahoma behind new transfer jalen hurts mm-hmm. remember jalen hurts from, uh, from alabama yeah yeah you want to hear the stat line for jalen hurts did he go bananas oh very not bananas he went Dang. bananas okay but 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 20 for 23. That's pretty good. Passing. 332 passing yards. That's very good. Three touchdowns. That's very good. 16 carries. 176 yards. Three touchdowns. So he just. He had six touchdowns. That's a fantasy like. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So if we want to convert it, and I'll try and convert it in my head quickly uh, when it comes to like our Griffith Family Football League, uh, Fantasy Football League. So he got off of passing yards. He got, I'm going to go four, 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 13 points off of passing yards. It's way too many. The completions, he got two points, so 15. The touchdowns, passing touchdown here, he got three. So we're at 15. That's 21. Now, that's 21 points just from passing. Then we go to the rushing rushing yards. Way too good. (laughs) 17.6. So now we're at 38. And then the three touchdowns, 18. That is 56 points. 
So he had a very, very solid game. 56 points. Very solid game. <laughs> Fantasy-wise. And to wrap up the holiday weekend, Notre Dame visited Louisville. It was really close after the first quarter. Notre Dame took the lead in the second quarter going into the half 21-14. And then from there on, Notre Dame dominated the game. Ian Book, the quarterback for uh, Notre Dame, 14 for 23, 193 yards, one touchdown. And did you see the viral video that happened last night? Of what? Ian Book Mm -hmm. was throwing the ball away, and the ball hit a cheerleader in the nose. Broke her nose. Definitely broke her nose. Yes. They confirmed it on Twitter. The Twitter world found out who she was. And, uh, yeah, made her kind of, at least, you know, she's getting her 15 minutes of fame right now. That's cool. They, from the broken nose that Ian Book gave her. Now, it made me think, when you are on the sideline like that, mm. and you are a cheerleader, you obviously are not watching every aspect of the game. Mm-mm. And that's why she got hit in the face, because didn't know that the ball was coming all the way to the sideline. So, yes, that is college football in a nutshell. You want to predict some of these games for week two real quick, Matthew? Let's do it. All right. Top 25 matchups. Oh, by the way, Boise State defeated uh, Florida State on the road. That's probably a big one. Yes, yes, that was a big one. But uh, uh, right now for the upcoming match, ooh, this is a good matchup. Boise State, Marshall. Uh, it's at Boise State. Who's winning that game? Boise State. I'm going with Boise State also. Cincinnati at Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State. But this is going to be a big thing because Cincinnati rarely plays Ohio State. There are two teams, obviously, in the state of Ohio. Number 21, Syracuse visits Maryland. Maryland just defeated Howard. I know it's Howard, but they beat him 79-0. to zero. And it's the new head coach, Mike Loxley, who was the offensive coordinator for the Alabama Crimson Tide the last few years. Who's going to win that game? You said this is Clemson and who? Syracuse and Maryland. Okay, you aren't listening. On. No, not at all. <laughs> it's going to be... No, Maryland's not about to... No. It's here? Is that Maryland's in Maryland? Yeah, in College Park. <sighs> you know, never mind. Maryland's going to run it up. Yep, Maryland. They're gonna Maryland's get their gonna first ranked victory of the year. Let's I'm going go with them. This we is, need a dinger or like a a bell or something for these predictions. Yep, yep. Number twelve, Texas A and M on the road against number one Clemson. <laughs> this game was a real close game at Texas A and M. I think it went to overtime last year. This was the scare that the Clemson Tigers had during the year. Who's winning this game? No, you got to pick first this one. I don't know. I'm going with Clemson. They're at home. Texas A&M. I mean, I know. I understand they they're number twelve. Yeah, I mean, they're in the SEC. They're number twelve. You know, they gave them preseason a run. ranking. Goes all yeah, right. True. This is not like what did they do last week? Did they win, they won last week, right? Yeah, both teams won last. Oh week. my gosh! No. I think you're right. You say Clemson, right? Uh huh. I think I'm, Clemson will do it. I'm going with Clemson also. And one of the other marquee games in college football for week two number six, LSU okay. at number nine, Texas. Who do you have winning that matchup? LSU. 
Yeah, I think LSU is going to win this game. Here's the interesting thing about that game. This is the first time I think since the 50s or the 60s that a ranked SEC team is playing a ranked Big 12 team in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, you said since like since, since like years. either the 50s or 60s. Yeah, first time ever. Eh, that's like. That shows you that these teams really don't play each. They don't play good talent, especially during the regular season. They just play among their conference. And if the conference happens to be weak, that's when teams get penalized. I want to see marquee marquee schools play each other regularly. I want to see Alabama play Oklahoma every couple years, you know, in the regular season to really see like Who's what they're really about you know i understand there's less games than basketball so the ba- in basketball you can do a lot of these marquee matchups but in football look you got to get rid of these cupcake games like stop having three and four cupcakes on your schedule knock it down to one you know and especially when you're a school like alabama as an example you shouldn't be playing three cupcake games during the year like your your conference isn't as tough as people make it seem but anyways i'm going with lsu you also said lsu correct definitely lsu is definitely about to get it done all right other news have you been have you been watching wimbledon i've seen uh like some parts of matches okay over the weekend 15 year old sensation Coco Golf. Yeah. She matched up with number one ranked Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka won that that match in straight sets. And at the post game interview, uh, Naomi Osaka actually asked Coco Golf to stay on the court with her mm-hmm. and, and actually gave her time to speak. And then, uh, you know, so Coco Golf was grateful for that. She thanked the fans. And then when they asked Naomi Osaka, Osaka, you know, hey, now you're you're the mentor for someone like her because you're 21 and she's 15. And and Naomi Osaka said, well, you know what? I, I, I don't think I could say I'm a mentor. I haven't done enough to uh, to say I'm a mentor. And, and then she made reference to players like Venus and Serena Williams, who really are the true mentors. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, Naomi Osaka lost yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, I can't even remember who she lost to, but it was an upset, and she lost uh, in in the very next round. Serena Williams is still in the mix. Okay, the path is looking pretty good for Serena. I like it. So she might come out on top. We will see if she wins this major. It will be the first major she has won since giving birth to her firstborn child. So let's hope. Hopefully, she gets that title. If she does, we will be talking about it in our next episode other news let's move to major league baseball justin verlander got his third no hitter of his career against the toronto blue jays this is actually his second career no hitter against the blue jays in toronto so two of his three no hitters have happened on the road. His third one, I honestly can't remember. It could have happened on the road. I can't remember who the opponent is. But two of them against the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, our Washington Nationals playing really good. Three games ahead in the NL wild card. They got Atlanta coming up soon. Right? Uh, they're playing the Mets now, but I think Atlanta should be coming up soon again. Anthony Rendon, our third baseman. Mm-hmm. Has been he's been on a hot streak. 
hit a game winner, get Crazy a walk-off year. home run on Friday, two home runs on Saturday. Also, Juan Soto hit his 30th home run of the year. Both Rendon and Soto have 30-plus home runs. Rendon, I know, has over 100 RBIs. I can't remember how many RBIs Soto has, but they are playing well. I just wish all this was happening with Bryce Harper still on the roster because it could have happened. And now we're not going to get in deep into it, but now they are. Um, there's discussions of having Anthony Rendon sign a long-term deal in the offseason. So I hope the Nationals re-sign him because he's having a great year. He's having a good year, and you can't no. let two stars get away. You can't let everybody go. You know, you can't be known as that franchise that lets their star players get away. So shout out to them. Other quick hitter news. Have you watched the FIBA World Cup? I've seen a couple highlights, but not. I'm scared to watch that. <laughs> Team USA definitely got a scare today. They uh, had to go to overtime against Turkey. And they needed Turkey to miss four consecutive free throws in the, in the waning minute of the fourth quarter. And then they needed uh, Tatum to tie the game up. And then in overtime, the Team USA was actually down by one point. But Chris Middleton was fouled, and he ended up knocking down both free throws for a 93-92 video. Uh, sorry. 93-92 victory over Turkey. Now, we knew this team was not going to be as good as the 3D team and you know, the 2012 team and or even the 2016 Olympic teams, but these are still NBA players. This is the only team in the world where the entire roster plays in the NBA. Everybody. Did you think that they were going to struggle with a team like Turkey so early? Mm-mm. You didn't think so? Not like who's on Turkey? Ah, like that's what I'm saying. Let's just say Turkey doesn't even have NS Cantor. I honestly can't remember Who's on? There's someone in the NBA that's on Turkey's roster still, but I can't remember who it is. But yeah, I think this might be the scare that Team USA needs to say, "Hey, like the rest of the world is catching up." That I mean, you, they definitely you, are. You can't be, you know, this isn't vacation. We're actually trying to win this. So, uh, yeah, Team USA definitely has uh, a, a hard path to gold medal for the FIBA World Cup. But I still believe they will win. Um, now they have a shot at losing one more game in the, I mean, they can, they can lose one more game in the pool play, but once they get into the knockout rounds, they cannot lose a game and still get the gold medal. Now let's get into our chump and champ of the week. Every week we celebrate those that do well and we criticize those that do not. Starting with you, Matthew, who is your chump of the, and I'm stalling because I need something, uh, chump of the week. Uh, My chump of the week is maybe Jay-Z. Baby want a chump. I'm sorry. Did Jeremy, I tell you, Chump? Jesus Christ! Did I tell you, Chump? Oh my! God. I meant to say, Champ. Uh, see, I can. Oh but you, my! You know God. the routine. If I, you know the routine. Say, say, oh say. Oh my God! Say your champ. Say your champ. That's what I meant to say. The Seahawks. Baby, want a champ? Let's go. Uh-huh. Like, that was a great move. I think. 
Like, oh yes, we will get into I, that. I think that's a good for move. our NFL preview. That's we will what get I'm into saying. that. But uh, yeah, Seahawks don't making big moves, big plays. All right, uh, my champ of the week goes to the University of, or it's not really University of, it's Georgia State University. Baby, wanna chill. They went into Tennessee, into Knoxville, and beat the Tennessee Volunteers. That is a big deal because Georgia Southern, or Georgia, is it Georgia Southern or Georgia State? Which school was it? Now, now I need to really Jeremy. see. That should show you. That should show you Ooh. how bad this defeat was for Tennessee. Jeremy because even know I can't even remember which team they even lost to. Let me look it up real quick. I can't remember if it was Georgia Southern or Georgia. It's Georgia State. Sorry, Georgia State is who they lost oh to, thirty-eight to zero. So we the champ to, of the we week filed some complaints. The champ of the week is Georgia State for defeating Tennessee. Now let's get to your now. Chump of the week, Matthew. It might be Jay Z. Cause you're a chump. Like I'm not sure yet, and I don't like to prematurely chump people. But like, it's I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It's looking worse and worse. <laughs> yeah, we will get into Jay Z in our NFL preview segment, and, and and yes, it's not part of the NFL season, but it's NFL news. So we'll get into that in our NFL preview segment. My chump of the week. Has to go to the Tennessee Volunteers. Because you're a chump. You lost to Georgia State. A school where I was confusing with Georgia Southern. That's how, <laughs> like you lost to Georgia State at home. And then not only that, you paid Georgia State. You want to know how much they paid Georgia State to how play much? that game? Like a million, $3 million. No, nah, not that much. But okay, how much? $950,000. That's still decent. To still get beat. <laughs> You put them on the schedule to be cupcakes, and you still lost to them. <laughs> so yeah, text. I'm mean, sorry, Tennessee, the University of Tennessee, the Tennessee Volunteers. You are the chump of the week. Cause you're a chump. Let's now get into our sports-free zone, the segment where we actually do not talk about sports. Let's talk about your boy Donald Trump. You are fake news. Actually, we'll get into Donald Trump later, but uh, because it, it, it actually is more talking about what's happening right now. There is a hurricane that is destroying, destroying the, the Caribbean, specifically the Bahamas. At one point, it was a Category 4 hurricane with winds getting as high as 185 miles per hour. Way too fast. The storm is now approaching Florida. It's a very slow-moving storm. So that's why it took a few days just to get past Bahamas, but now it's uh possibly going to get hit, either hit Miami, Palm Beach, uh, but the eastern side of Florida is definitely at risk right now. So about they, to be affected. So yeah, so some places, some people have been evacuated. Now I do want to give an honorary uh chump of the week to these individuals, the able-bodied Floridians who are still staying at home. <laughs> Look, I understand. Not everyone has the capability of evacuating because literally it costs money to evacuate. Yeah. Like you got to either get plane tickets, you either got to drive and find hotels. Got to do something. If you don't have money, I can understand where you're like, you know what, I'm just going to bunker down and hope for the best. But I I'm talking about the able-bodied Floridians, the those who have the money to do so and they're still staying at home and then there will be the ones calling the authorities, calling 911 when they're stuck somewhere. 
So yeah, they're they're my chump of the week. They'll be asking for no Red Cross relief because you decided yeah, helicopter rescue. <laughs> helicopter rescues when you decided to put yourself in this risk but anyways though but but really though uh pray for those who are going to be affected by this there's those who are going to have health issues because of this there's those who are going to lose property uh cars homes schools all sorts of stuff are going to be damaged so please pray for those who are involved and those who are in the path of the storm but it made us talk about donald trump real quick uh donald trump said at a statement yesterday that the storm can hit florida it could possibly hit georgia north carolina south carolina and uh you know also alabama now why do you think that's a odd statement why do you think that's an odd statement because Alabama is so far inland. Yep, yep, and the storm is not on the Gulf side. What? It's on the Atlantic side. Uh, that hurricane will not reach Alabama. It got so bad that the that NOAA and uh, the Weather Service had to come out and say, "Look, the storm is not heading for Alabama." So Alabama residents, please do not panic. Definitely bought all the water. <laughs> do they not. Definitely went out and bought all the water and the bread and the butter for sure. <laughs> Someone had a meme about that, yeah, and they no. showed how uh, the vegan cheese was the only thing that was still in the store. That's it. <laughs> Nobody wants vegan cheese. And then someone also made a joke and said how there's pallets of Dasani water still on on in the store. Are you opposed to Dasani water? I would prefer not to drink it. <laughs> I would like, prefer if not. a hurricane is about to hit me. I'll drink it. <laughs> <Perfect>. you <know? laughs> I'm not. I'm not hurricane not drinking it. <laughs> what? So yes, yes, yes. Um other news outside of sports. Did you watch the Dave Chappelle stand up? I haven't seen it yet. So I'm not gonna spoil anything. But uh did you at least see the clip where he spoke what, about uh uh the the the, the, the F word? Did you oh, see nah, that? Nah, nah. I haven't seen anything. Oh, you haven't seen any clips on All social I've seen media. Was the uh the one with Morgan Freeman's voice when he's walking in the desert? Okay, the, like, are we intro ta- clip? Are we talking about the same thing? Pretty sure we're talking. It's the Netflix thing that came out. Yeah, like uh, last had a, week. The the, tra- the trailer is him walking in the desert, and um, Morgan see? Freeman is narrating it. I never saw the trailer. I just hit play, and it started no, at a point where yet. he's talking about Anthony Bourdain. I haven't seen it yet. But <laughs> so I'm yeah. Watch it. Um, so there was a comment about the F word, obviously the F word, which is very offensive to those who are part of the LGBTQ community. When I saw people talking about it and I saw the clip, I was kind of like, ooh, that's a little tough to say, Dave. But then when I actually saw the whole stand-up routine, I understand why he brought that up. That being said, I am not part of the LGBTQ community, so I don't think I am is it I am in the position to say if it is offensive or not. <laughs> True. At the same time the joke itself was funny (laughs) and i think we need to actually acknowledge that things can be funny and offensive and offensive at the same time yeah i mean like our president yes okay so here's a great example the united states president donald trump he made those comments about baltimore a few weeks ago and everyone was up in arms and it, yeah it's a terrible thing that the president is talking about Jeremy's about to make it, Jeremy's about to make our Baltimore listeners upset <laughs> it's crazy how the president you know is making disparaging comments about a US city but uh, there was an 
a study that just came out, a poll, and guess what city ended up being the least attractive city in the U.S.? What city was it? It was Baltimore. Oh. And when I saw that, I busted out laughing because... <laughs> when a poll says it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And it is offensive to people from Baltimore. Uh, and there is some truth to it. <laughs> but, but yeah, things can be offensive and funny at the same time. And I, I think... Uh, Dave Chappelle had one of those routines. Now, like I said, I am not the one. I am not the person in authority when it comes to that specific joke. Uh, I don't know what it feels like to be clowned for for my sexuality or my sexual identity. So I'm not going to tell people not to be offended by it. To me, it was funny. So yeah, that that's that's how I feel about it. I hope you all actually check it out. It is pretty good. I think it's better than the one that he did last year, honestly. Okay. I think it's better. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it is good. It is a, a very, very good uh stand up special. So make sure you all go out and check it out. Let's now get into our NFL segment, our NFL preview segment. This is where we're going to predict a lot of things that's going to happen throughout the NFL regular season and also give some storylines that we are looking forward to seeing. Before, But before we get into that, I want to talk about Jay-Z real quick. Last week, we spoke in our last episode about the partnership between Jay-Z and the NFL when it comes to music consultation and social justice initiatives. Well, one of the... Measures has been, has been released. What's going to happen? Did you hear what's going? Well, you know, because you made Jay Z your chump of the week. Well, what, what's about to happen? What, what just, is Jay Z for the listeners? Tell for, everybody for the listeners. All right, so I'm gonna say for the listeners. As of now, the NFL will be selling merchandise mm-hmm. referencing to social justice, similar to like Nike's Equality T-shirts, okay, and things like that. Okay, so they'll be selling merchandise, and proceeds of the merchandise will go to social justice initiatives also jay-z and rock nation will be collaborating with artists to basically come out with songs almost like i think i think every week or close to every week of the regular season they'll be able to come out songs that will uh reference social justice and also make correlations to the nfl season so there'll be themed songs throughout the season that that combine football and social justice and some of the major artists will be uh meek mill megan trainer probably obviously jay-z will be part of it and then they will be able to uh sell the albums and actually have it on streaming platforms so that is initiative one and two for jay-z and the nfl when it comes to social justice so it's the cash out it's just it's the cash out yeah oh I mean, yeah, no, that sucks. Like, kind of, like, that's not really what I was expecting. (laughs) Or that's kind of what I was expecting. Never mind. Yeah, 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 we were expecting. We said it last week that this is something that we we expected. And so far, it's looking this way. But I, 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 look, it's still early. And like I said, very, very early. If I end up being proved wrong, I will also, you know, acknowledge that I'm wrong. I've been wrong about a lot of things in sports. And I will not, this will not be the first time ever that I'll be wrong about something. Uh, other NFL news, real quick. There were some trades that occurred. Jadavion Clowney was traded from the Houston Texans to the Seattle Seahawks for some draft picks. Also, the Houston Texans 
traded some draft picks to get offensive tackle Laramie Tunzel and wide receiver Kenny Stills from Miami. Man, Miami's going to have, I think, two first-round draft picks, two second-round draft picks, and I think two third-round draft picks next year, and then even more picks in, in future drafts because of some of the trades that they have made recently. So, yeah, that's happening in the NFL. Jacoby Brissett actually got a two-year, $30 million extension. But you know who also got a contract with the Indianapolis Colts? Who? Backup quarterback Brian Hoyer. Oh. He's a... a f- he f- led a team to the Super Bowl, though, right? Who? Brian Hoyer. That's right. You exaggerate? You, you, you're being facetious? No, nah, yeah. Colin Getting... Kaepernick did, though. <laughs> Perfect. Colin For Kaepernick sure. did. For sure. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Anyways, let's now get into our NFL preview our feature presentation what we're going to do is come up with storylines for all 32 teams then we are going to rank each team in their divisions we will predict the playoffs and we will also get into our nfl awards and then of course predict the super bowl winner let's start off now with the storylines and you, as many of you all know, we've done this for basketball. So this is this is the second time that we're doing it for the NFL. I like to have my storylines in a question form. I don't know if you okay. did it. I didn't tell you to do it that way. That's just my style. But we're going to start in the AFC North. So that is the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's start off with the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. What is a one storyline that you are going to be keeping an eye on uh can the quarterback take the next step okay like that's all it is like that's what needs to happen like you know their defense has always kind of been there for the ravens and the running game is it's probably okay with mark ingram there now but if the quarterback is clicking the ravens are going to be a hard to beat team uh that is a very similar storyline that i have will lamar jackson improve as a thrower that's exactly what I have. He he definitely showed that he's electric. He won most of the games that he played in last year. He didn't have a good three quarters in that playoff game. It was the fourth quarter where he finally kind of played okay. Is he going to improve as a thrower? So, like, it keeps the ba- defense really off balance. That's the one storyline that I'm looking forward to. Let's now go to the Cincinnati Bengals. Here's the storyline I'm looking at. How long will head coach Marvin Williams be the head coach of that team? Like the rest of his life. <laughs> the rest of his life. For Perfect. for sure. There's no like he is the Bengals coach. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, he has actually probably been the best head coach they've had for years. In the Super Bowl era. Yeah. <laughs> but at some point, bro, you got to win at least a playoff game. And maybe that's been maybe that really shows how bad the Bengals really were. They were t- they were a really really bad team for a long time. That for the entire 21st deck 21st century, they haven't won a playoff game and we're still like he's still the head coach. With no like end in sight. <laughs> yeah. What about you uh uh, what's the storyline for the Bengals for you? Uh, just can they get healthy? Like, that's really been, like, A.J. Green is hurt. Tyler mm-hmm. Freed's been hurt. Like, everyone on that team that's supposed to be, like, the man has kind of been hurt at some point in the last couple of years. Yeah. They did just sign Giovanni, Giovanni uh, Bernard to a two-year extension. Yeah. So, he is going to be there, you know, change of pace, a third down back. So, 
Yeah, that's very uh, that's 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 interesting for them. Let's now move to the Cleveland Browns. What's the storyline that you're looking at for the Cleveland Browns? Can the offense do what it's supposed to? Okay, like they got every weapon in the world there now. Yes, uh, obviously o- Odell Beckham Jr. They they traded for Jarvis Landry last year. Mm-hmm. They drafted Anthony Callaway. They have da- uh, David Njoku, and then of course their number one overall draft pick was Baker Mayfield. Which led that team to seven wins last year. So, yeah, yeah, that's a my my storyline is: Are they for real or frauds? I don't. There's no excuses this year. I zero. And, and they got a new head coach. Still got a good GM. Still got a good GM, but uh, personally, I thought they should have kept Greg Williams as the head coach. They decided to not keep Greg Williams. They decided to keep the running back coach as their head coach, Freddie Kitchens. He is now there, in, um, you know, controlling that team. So I just want to see. No excuses. I don't want to hear about rookie slump. I mean, sophomore slumps. I don't want to hear about the team needing to gel. You know, I want to. I want to know if they're for real or they're not. Let's now move to the Pittsburgh Steelers. My storyline for them is how will life be for Ben Roethlisberger without Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown? The killer bees are gone. Perfect. Like, it's it's not going to be sweet, I don't think. Like, uh, Connor is good, and I think Juju is, like, pretty good, but I don't think they're, like, Bell and Brown. Yeah. And, and okay, and it's kind of funny. You could have... Look, James Connor is really good. But there was a possibility that you could have had Le'Veon Bell and James Conner and Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, that could have happened. Like, could, like under the salary cap, that was possible. Or in a worst-case scenario, you say, hey, let me trade James Conner and get picks and still keep Le'Veon Bell to a long-term contract. I know they were worried about injuries. They were also worried about other things, off-the-field stuff. But look, they had a chance of keeping all of them. Like, uh, But they decided to go behind Juju Smith and James Conner. Yeah, that's... Whew. Now, what about you? What's your, what's your storyline for them? For the Steelers? Yeah. <clears throat> Can James Conner just do it again? Okay. Like, you know... They've made they made their decision to like move on from uh, Bell and Brown, so like hopefully it's the right decision. I guess. All right, let's now go to the NFC North: Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, and your Minnesota Vikings. What is the storyline for the Chicago Bears? Uh, can the offense catch up with the defense? Okay. Like, All right. The defense is definitely the stud of that team for sure. My storyline is, is Mitchell Trubisky going to prove that he is a good quarterback? That would help. That would help. You know, because the first year, oh, atrocious. Second year, he did okay. But is this the this is the year? Is this going to be the year that he gets even better? Let's now move to the Detroit Lions. My storyline for them is, when will Matthew Stafford truly carry this team? Uh, never. I don't think. <laughs> when will he truly carry this team? Might I'm, never happen. I'm tired of people telling me he's such a great quarterback. He's in the elite category or above average category, and and still has zero playoff wins to his, you know, to his career. When for most of his career he had Calvin Johnson, 
I don't want I don't want to hear excuses like defense. I don't want to hear excuses like at some point you got to win the game. What about you when it comes to the Detroit Lions? I, they're just so bad. Like, are they? Can they just like put together a solid season? <laughs> That's just like I don't I really expect too much from them. Like, they're in a difficult situation because of that division and everything that they're in. Like, uh, anything out of the Detroit Lions, I would be surprised. All right, Green Bay Packers. What's the storyline that you're looking at? Can Aaron Rodgers carry this team again? Okay. Like, that shit is, yeah. Mine is, how will Aaron Rodgers mesh with the new head coach? True. Because they've already too. been beefing about stuff. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is pretty tough on his coaches. He was tough on Mike McCarthy, who won a Super Bowl with him. He don't care. And, uh, yeah, he, he is, how, 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 how's he going to mesh with them? Now let's get to the Minnesota Vikings, your Minnesota Vikings. My storyline is, will Kirk Cousins improve? What about you, Matthew? The floor is yours for your favorite team. So, like, what I want, what I want is just, I need to see a vast improvement on the offensive line. That's what I need. Vast improve. I need okay. I need a couple things, a couple storylines, offensive line improvements. Delvin Cook, can he just be electric all the time and not get hurt? Like that's what I need. You know what I'm saying? Um, can Kirk Cousins beat a team over 500? The mm-hmm. only question that really matters. That's my uh, that's my question for sure. Um, yeah, that, I guess we are in a similar boat. Uh, let's now move to the AFC South: Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans. Let's start with you, Matthew, and the Houston Texans. Um, can they like they need to stay? Everybody got to stay healthy. <laughs> like that's just all it is to it. J.J. Watt, Hopkins, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Will Fuller the every, fifth. My favorite, one of my favorite wide receivers. <laughs> like, they just got to stay healthy. Uh, similar sentiment for me. Will there be excuses this season? Because the last few years, it's always been notable player got hurt at some point yeah. in the year. The year before, it was Deshaun Watson who did get yeah. hurt. Like the fourth uh, game after he was lighting it up. Yeah, and then last year, you know, Will Fuller, uh, J.J. Watt, uh, Whitney Merciless got hurt before in the previous season, things like that. So, yeah, will there be excuses? Indianapolis Colts, the storyline that I have for them, will life, what, how will life be for the Colts without Andrew Luck? Same, same. <laughs> That's the only storyline. Yep, yep. Jackson, only one. Jacksonville Jaguars. Matthew, what's your storyline? Uh, can Nick do it twice? Okay. <laughs> I think they're my Super Bowl picks. Oh, ho, ho. my storyline was Blake Bortles really the problem with the Jaguars? Yes. I think we will find yes. out this year because this team is literally. Exactly the same. <laughs> yes, they lost TJ Yeldon. That's the only other player, but they still That's have fun. Leonard Fournette. And they're saying Leonard Fournette is as healthy as he has been Since in his 12th fourth, grade. Probably 12th grade. You're <laughs> probably right. Uh, Tennessee Titans, my storyline for them. How long will Marcus Mariota be the starting quarterback? Oh, I think Mariota is really going to turn it on this year. Mine is just how... Like how crazy of a year can he be? Ooh, you know what I'm saying. Ooh, I think okay. look, I think they're gonna really pull it together with the run game and the passing attack this year. All right, let's now get to the NFC South. Atlanta Braves. I'm sorry, whew, 
Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Bra- Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Falcons. Carolina Panthers. New Orleans Saints. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's start with you and the Atlanta Falcons. What's your story like? Uh, can they? Re- I I hope that this is the season that they finally recovered from the Super Bowl. Uh huh. <laughs> so like, just can they like? Put together a solid season. Okay. Mine is, will Julio Jones rack up the TDs this season? <laughs> no. Because he he's, puts he's up owed receptions. Like 18 touchdowns. <laughs> he puts up receptions and yards, but the touchdowns do not get there. Uh, Carolina Panthers, my storyline for them. Can Cam Newton stay healthy? What about you, Matthew? Uh, same thing. Just, okay. Like, that team really runs on the health of Cam Newton. Okay. Now to the New Orleans Saints. What's your storyline for them? Uh, what is, can Drew Brees just keep doing it? Okay. Like he is, how many years has he been doing it? He's been doing it forever. For a while. You you gotta assume that the drop off is going to come one day, but like their team is stacked. And if he has another Drew Brees year, this is, this is a very difficult team to beat. All right. Uh, mine is, are they going to stop complaining, complaining about being quote unquote cheated? <laughs> because last year they got cheated by the non-call. I just don't want to hear the, the year before they fumbled no. the bag against the Vikings. So yeah, I'm just want to. I, I just want to know. He- I never want to hear the Saints they complaining ex- about cheating. Are the are the excuses going to end? They had Greg Williams as their coach for bounty game. <laughs> I know I you're a little salty. You're a little salty. No, I don't want to hear it. All right, and now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My storyline is: Will Bruce Arians? Get full potential out of quarterback Jameis Winston. Absolutely. I think he will, but Absolutely. we have to see it. What Jameis about- Winston, 50 touchdowns incoming. Ooh. Not 50, not 50, 45, 45. Ooh. 45 total. Are you 45? 45 total touchdowns, <sighs> including rushing. Now that's a hot take right there. Might get one receiving. <laughs> that's a hot take right there. All right, let's now go. To the AFC East, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, New division. York Jets, terrible Buffalo division. Bills. Terrible What's your storyline? If the they Bills? win a game, <laughs> can they win one game? They did release LaShawn McCoy, but he is now signed with the Kansas City Chiefs, reuniting with head coach His favorite player, Andy Reid. So yeah, but the but the Buffalo Bills. That's your storyline. Will they actually win a game? I think they'll obviously win some see, games you say this that. year. You say that, but have you seen that team? <laughs> they did get uh, T.J. Yeldon, okay. Cole Beasley, okay, on that team. You just named two perennial backup players, <laughs> but they're upgrades for what they had last year. Uh, okay, <laughs> so mine we is see. mine is will quarterback Josh Allen. Will he per- improve? That's simply. Is he just going to improve? You know, if he improves, they should win six to seven games, probably. If he improves. Let's go move to the Miami Dolphins. My storyline for them is have they accepted the tank? Like, are they just tanking for Tua? Wouldn't that be crazy if they tank for Tua and then have to trade Josh Rosen again? Because Josh Rosen just got there via trade. Because he was dropped for a first-round draft, a first overall pick in Kyler Murray. Absolutely. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. 
Let's get two of there. So, uh, what's your storyline for the Dolphins? Um, can they win a game? I think this is a terrible team also. <laughs> like, I don't know if they can win a game. All right. What's your storyline for the New England Patriots? It can Josh Gordon play 16 games. Ooh. That's what I want. Josh Gordon was reinstated, so he is able to play week one. My storyline for them is, will the Patriots keep the well-oiled machine going without tight end Rob Gronkowski? Obviously, they have other weapons, but Gronkowski really made it easier for everyone else on that team. So that's what I have for the New England Patriots. And when it gets to the New York Jets, are the Jets going to be competitive in the month of December? True. They did get Le'Veon Bell. They got C.J. Mosley. They have Sam Darnold, who had, you know, an okay rookie year. Yeah. You know, it wasn't rookie of the year caliber, but it was an okay rookie year. And they have a new offensive, I mean, sorry, defensive head coach in Greg Williams, who gets defenses changed literally overnight. And that defense was already I'm promising okay. them money. <laughs> what? So, yeah, are the Jets going to be competitive in December? That's my storyline for them. Let's now get to the NFC East. That is the Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Redskins, starting with you, Matthew. Or me, or you, start with you, and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, can they get Ezekiel Elliott on the field? Hmm. Can they keep everybody happy? So there's some news today. Ezekiel Elliott is back in Texas, in Dallas. That he's He was seen at DFW. There's a report that at least the teams are actively talking and that the figures for the contract is a six-year extension that will be worth up to $91 million. The guarantees have not been confirmed, but they're at least seriously discussing. So this is Tuesday, September the 3rd, maybe by sometime in the morning, September 4th. We will find out if Zeke is there at practice for the first or the first practice of game day, game day practice because they practiced yesterday. Today's an off day. Tomorrow they install the game plan. So we will see if he will be on the field or in the practice facility for them. And that's similar to me. Will Zeke miss a significant portion of the season? Let me also remind you about this. Le'Veon Bell was spotted in Pittsburgh the day before install day in week one. So I'm more in wait and see mode. So that that's how I feel about the situation. So that's the storyline that I have for them. Let's now move on to the New York Jets. I mean, sorry, New York Giants. Will, when will rookie quarterback Daniel Jones be inserted into the lineup? That's my storyline for the Giants. What about you? Um... I just assume that the rookie quarterback is going to be in there real quick. So, like, can't, is will there be any, like, you know, like, come down for Saquon? Okay. Like, can he do it again? All right. Uh, just some other things. Uh, Golden Tate supported, suspended for the first four games. So, uh, yeah, that's something to keep an eye out when it comes to the New York Giants. Let's now get to the Philadelphia Eagles. What's your storyline for the Eagles? Can we keep Carson Wentz healthy? Similar to mine's, can Carson Wentz have a complete season? He hasn't had one yet. And when I say complete, I mean where you play all 16 games and you actually have a very good season. Because the rookie year, eh, it was okay. 
It was his second year where he was the MVP caliber, got hurt. Last year, didn't start the season because of injury, came back in and then didn't finish because of injury. So I want to know, will he have a complete season? And then when it comes to the Washington Redskins, will head coach John Gruden, or sorry, Jay Gruden, do enough to keep his job? That's my storyline for the Washington Redskins. What about you, Matthew? Um, honestly, I'm not really like... Uh, I have no idea for the Redskins. <laughs> That's like, a storyline. I'm just not sure. Like, There's just so much turmoil there like all the time. Trent Williams still not there. Like, It's just so much. Jay Gruden saying he's numb to all of this when it comes to Trent Williams. He's just like, if he's here, he's here. If he's not, he's not. You know, Trent Williams, uh, almost, or there was rumors that the Patriots offered a first-round draft pick for Trent Williams, and the Redskins turned it down. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but that was a rumor that was out there. Man, yep. And let's now move on to the AFC West. Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Chargers, Oakland Raiders. Start with you, Matthew, the Denver Broncos. Uh, uh, is Joe Flacco as bad as like I think uh, he is? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mine is will general manager or when will general manager John Elway actually find a quarterback? <laughs> that's that's what it is. Did he find one in Will Greer, the rookie that they not Will Greer? Sorry, Drew Locke. Did they find one oh, yeah, in Drew nah. Locke? Drew Locke is the god. Did that might be look, is, that might be a hit. Is Joe Flacco getting a having yeah. going to have a renaissance nah, year? Nah, 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 nah. Or are they, they gonna have Luck. to or are they trying to get to a next year? That's that's what that's my thing. Will Elway find out who his franchise quarterback be? Let's now get to the Kansas City Chiefs. My storyline is will the Chiefs have a lot of pressure on them to return to the AFC championship game? Because a lot of people just feel like, man, that offense didn't get a chance to play in that overtime. And that's why they lost the game. So that might be the mindset for the team. We got to get back to the AFC Championship game. And with that can be a lot of pressure. What about Uh, you, Matthew? uh, Just, I mean, are the distractions going to be a problem? Mm -hmm. That's it. Tyreek Hill had his issue during the summer. Kareem Hunt obviously is not on the team, but he was, you know, he was released and now is suspended for eight games uh so yeah he's now with the cleveland browns but it's still uh, other distractions los angeles chargers what's your storyline for the chargers uh, can, can we get melvin gordon back in the camp or <laughs> in the game or trade it or something <laughs> oh man mine is are the other running backs going to actually replace melvin gordon oh no look the, the one dude phew. I think he might be good. There's Austin Eckler and I think Justin go. Jackson. Austin Eckler. Uh, they've been good in like small stretches, but are they going? Is one of them going to end up becoming the workhorse that Melvin Ingram was when he was in the lineup? I hope so. So yes, yes. That's now to the Oakland Raiders. Will the local fan base continue to support them as the end of their stint? in Oakland comes closer. Not if they're bad. Because <laughs> like, they are going to Vegas after this year. Mm-hmm. So, is the fan base in November and December going to be supporting them knowing that they're leaving? You know, that's my storyline. What about you, Matthew? Uh, Like, just 
can can Antonio can they pull it together? Antonio Brown, can we get Antonio Brown on the field yeah, with the right helmet? With the right helmet. <laughs> with the right helmet. <laughs> now let's go to the NFC West. Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks. What's your What's your storyline for the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, can Kyler Murray's like, you know, what can he do? What can he do at this level? Mine is Ken head coach Clef Kingsbury and rookie quarterback Kyler Murray changed the way the NFL is played because Cliff Kingsbury is supposed to be this offensive genius that's supposed to come with this next wave. Kyler Murray is the number one overall draft pick Heisman Trophy winner. Will they change the game? Now let's go to the Los Angeles Rams. My storyline is, is Todd Gurley going to be banged up this season? That's what I want to look at because if he is banged up, ooh, this team's not getting back to the Super Bowl. If he is as healthy as someone can be at this point in their NFL career, the sky's the limit for this team. What about you, Matthew? Very similar thing. Like, I think Todd, I'm very, very scared for Todd Gurley this year. Like, very, very scared. But just, you know, can he stay healthy? Okay. Is this injury worse than what they said it was? Mm-hmm. Let's now get to the San Francisco 49ers. What's your storyline for the 49ers? Uh, can Jimmy G play? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the same one that we didn't get answered last year. <laughs> oh, man. Same same sentiment for me. Will quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo actually live up to the contract? Let's now get to the Seattle Seahawks. My storyline is this. Will quarterback Russell Wilson show why he's is an elite quarterback? Because I think he's an elite quarterback. But is this season going to be the one that really shows everyone that he is an elite quarterback? I think he's in the top four at this point in his career. That's how I feel about Russell Wilson. A lot of people think I'm exaggerating or overstating him. So, yeah, that's my storyline for them. What's yours for the Seattle Seahawks? Uh, Can Jadavian Clowney bring the defense back to life? Mm. It used to be a good defense there. Yeah. They did lose Earl Thomas. But they got Jadavion Clowney. So, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. All right, now, let's go to the division rankings. We're going to rank each team in the division. Start back up with the AFC North. Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland. Uh, that is Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, Pittsburgh Steelers. Rank them from last to fourth. First, sorry. Last, last to first, I think. Uh, okay, so I think Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. All right. I have Cincinnati in fourth, Pittsburgh in third, Cleveland second, Baltimore first. Let's now move to the NFC North. That will be Chicago, Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Let's go from fourth to first. Uh, Detroit. Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago. Exactly spot on for me. Exactly the same. Let's now move to the AFC South. That will be the Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans from fourth to first. Uh, I'm going to go Indy, Tennessee, Houston, Jacksonville. Ooh, all right. I'm going with Tennessee Titans fourth, Indianapolis Colts third, Jacksonville Jaguars second, Houston Texans first. Let's now go to the NFC South. That is Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are going to be fourth. 
Atlanta will be third, Carolina Panthers second, New Orleans Saints first. I think um, Atlanta, Tampa, Carolina, New Orleans. Okay. All right. Uh, AFC East. That is the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, New York Jets. From fourth to first, Matthew. Uh... Buffalo, the Dolphins in a tie for zero, the Jets, <laughs> and then New England. Uh, similar to mine, but for the record, I have Miami last, <laughs> then Buffalo, New York Jets second, New England Patriots first. Let's now go to the NFC East. That is Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Redskins. Uh, let's go from uh, fourth to first, Matthew. Uh, I think Giants, uh, Giants, Redskins, Eagles, Dallas. I have the exact same thing, even though, and the reason why I have it there is because I do have a feeling Zeke is might miss only a few games. That's why I have the Dallas Cowboys winning the division. If he misses a significant portion or does the full Le'Veon Bell route, my ranking will be different, but I have Giants. Redskins, Eagles, then Cowboys in first place. AFC West. That is Denver Broncos. Kansas City Chiefs. Los Angeles Chargers. Oakland Raiders start from fourth to first. Uh, I think it's going to be Denver, Oakland, Chargers, Chiefs. That is exactly what I have. You've been looking at my list. (laughs) Now let's go to the NFC West. That is Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco, 49ers, Seattle Seahawks. I think it's going to be Arizona, San Fran, Rams, Seahawks. Ooh, okay. I have Arizona Cardinals at fourth, San Francisco 49ers third, Seattle Seahawks second, and Los Angeles Rams last. So let's go to the seedings. Let's start with the AFC. What are your top six teams in the AFC? Go from six to number one in the AFC. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hold on. So, like the two wild card teams, I think are gonna be. Or do you want me to go? You go first. All right. You when it comes first. to the AFC, the two wild card teams are gonna be the Los Angeles Chargers and the Cleveland Browns. The division winners will be. So I have Cleveland Browns at six, Los Angeles Chargers at five, fourth would be Baltimore Ravens. Third will be Houston Texans. Second will be the New England Patriots. And number one, Kansas City Chiefs. What about you, Matthew? Okay, so I think... Okay, the two wildcard teams, I think, are going to be... <sighs> Chargers, for sure. Mm-hmm. And... Dang, is it going to be... I think Pittsburgh could be the other wild card. No, 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 no. Houston's going to be the other wild card, my bad. Okay. And then it's going to be... My division winners are Jacksonville, uh, Baltimore, Kansas City, and New England. Okay. All right, let's now go to the NFC. My wild card team or second wild card team will be the Minnesota Vikings at six. At number five, the first wildcard team, Philadelphia Eagles. At number four, the NFC East, NFC North, 
uh, division champs, Chicago Bears at number three. The NFC East division champs, Dallas Cowboys at number two. The NFC West division champs, Los Angeles Rams. And at number one, the NFC South division champs, New Orleans Saints. What about you when it comes to the NFC? Okay, so in the NFC at six, I think it's going to be the Vikings. Five, I think it's going to be the Rams. Four, I think it's going to be... Four, I think it's going to be Dallas, then Chicago, and the two highest seeds are going to be the Seahawks and the Saints. Okay. All right. Let's now get to the playoff predictions. Uh, When it comes to my wild card weekend, I have Los Angeles Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. I also have the Cleveland Browns at Houston Texans. The Minnesota Vikings at Dallas Cowboys. Philadelphia Eagles at Chicago Bears. What's your wild card weekend matchup? I have no idea. Like, I uh, I don't know. Okay. Like, do you, do you want to just go with mine? Let's just go with yours. Okay. All right. So, I have Los Angeles Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Ravens will win that matchup. Ravens at, Char- at Baltimore? Yes. Chargers at Baltimore. True, true, true. I also have the Cleveland Browns at Houston Texans. I'm going with the Texans. I have Minnesota Vikings at the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. And Philadelphia Eagles at Chicago Bears. I think the Bears will win. The Bears should have won last year if the kicker didn't miss the kick. That's the only that's the only thing that changed. The kicker missed the kick. Uh so so yeah, so that's what I have. When it comes to now the divisional weekend, I have Houston Texans. On the road against the New England Patriots, Baltimore Ravens at Kansas City Chiefs, Chicago Bears at New Orleans Saints, Dallas Cowboys at Los Angeles Rams. When it comes to the Houston Texans at New England, I have the Texans getting the upset victory. Over they will beat New England. First playoff, home playoff loss for the Patriots since their loss to uh, the Baltimore Ravens. In that 2012 season. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at Kansas City. I have the Chiefs winning that game. Chicago Bears at New England Saints. I have the Saints winning. And Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. I have the Dallas Cowboys avenging. uh, Avenging. (laughs) Their defeat last year in the playoffs against the Rams in LA. Now going to the conference championship weekend. Houston Texans at Kansas City Chiefs. And the Dallas Cowboys at the New Orleans Saints. Houston Texans versus Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning that game. Then the Dallas Cowboys at New Orleans Saints. I have the Saints winning that game. Now when it comes to the NFL awards, who's going to be your coach of the year, Matthew? Uh, Andy Reid. Okay. All right. Who? Um, I'm going with John Harbaugh. I think Lamar, Lamar Jackson is going to be better. I think he's going to be better. So I think because of his improvement in the team, I think they're going to win about 11 games this year. He's going to be coach of the year. Who will be your comeback player of the year? Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Also, that's, that's a that's, that's one of those like that's you forget that he missed the year and then that's a uh, slam dunk. yeah. Uh, but do you think the NFL will actually give it to him? They better. Uh, like the way they might do it out of spite, like oh he can't qualify because he he held out. It wasn't that he was injured last year. He held out. I don't know. The NFL might do some shady like that. Defensive rookie of the year. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, the one for 49ers. Oh, Nick Bosa? Yeah. I'm going with Greedy Williams. 
Uh, Greedy Williams, the the defensive back from LSU, he plays for the Cleveland Browns. Your offensive rookie of the year, Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. Sure. All right, I'm going with David Montgomery, running back, playing for the Bears. Well, who's your defensive player of the year? Uh, just David Coley. Okay, okay. What? I'm going with Aaron Donald of the True. Rams, offensive player of the year. Um, Alvin Kamara. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes as the offense player of the year. And who's your MVP? Patrick Mahomes. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes yeah. also as the MVP. And now when it comes to my Super Bowl, I have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New Orleans Saints. I am going with the Kansas City Chiefs for my prediction of the Super Bowl. Now, you didn't have your actual playoff predictions, but just for the record, who do you think will be in the Super Bowl and who will win? The Jags are going to play the uh... Hold on. The Jags are going to play You really you really sold on these Jags. Jags are going to play the Seahawks. Oh, wow, okay. You're really sold on these Jags. They're about to be good, dog. Stop playing with me. Hey, I mean, they did make it to the conference championship the year before. That's what I'm saying. With and who, got who swindled. Is the, with who is the quarterback? Blake Bortles That's was the what quarterback. I'm and got swindled by the referees on a couple calls that allowed the Patriots back into the game. So, but yeah, uh, man. That is our NFL preview. Um, I had a bold prediction. And that bold prediction was that the Patriots will lose a home playoff game. Is there any bold prediction for you when it comes to J- Jags? Why win the Super Bowl? Well, I guess. I guess that's your. <laughs> that's a lock. Put it on the board. Man, oh man! So, uh, how is your like? Are you excited for the NFL this year? Uh, oh, uh, I'm excited for fantasy football. So kind of. Yeah, I think fantasy football is one of the reasons why I'm still really following football. There's just so much controversy that's been coming stemming from the NFL and and even from my favorite team, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. Where I, even last year, I remember I told you I wasn't sure if I was going to be a Cowboys fan anymore because of Jerry Jones. And, and, and I mean, I still feel those sentiments, but you know. I haven't been totally convinced to not be a football fan anymore. I know some people are going to call me out and say, "Oh, you're an Uncle Tom for for or, or you're a sellout for even supporting the NFL or even watching the NFL because of Kaepernick." I think I can talk about Kaepernick not being in the league and also still enjoy football. That can happen, but for I some just, people, I it just can't. don't care what like other people are saying. Like, no, I'm just yeah. saying I, I don't care either, and no, that's why I still watch. But sure. but I'm just letting people know that you can still protest Kaepernick and still you can do a whole bunch of things at the same. Watch time. the game, like you know, for Kaepernick, it is for him. You know, he's probably not. Well, I don't know what he's doing. He might be watching football every Sunday, especially since he's saying he wants to be back in the league. So, yeah, that's that's it is. So yeah, that's our that's our NFL preview. Um, any last words when it comes to the NFL? Uh no. I think uh I think we got it. There isn't any news on the Ezekiel Elliott front as of now, which is about eight fifty PM September the third, Tuesday. Uh, maybe some news will come out by Wednesday morning. Hopefully for my sake, yes. 
something comes out because uh, I do believe this team has improved and with Ezekiel Elliott being there which is going to be even better and uh, Tony Pollard did look good but he's going to be a very good backup running running back not a starter so I hope Zeke comes back Uh, any other um, things that we might have left out that you want to address before we roll out of here Uh, I think we got it all all right, I just want to give a shout out once again to my boy Miggy for always listening. Mike Edwards also, uh, Matthew Corley. He, he he was just hitting me up not too long ago. Want to thank you for supporting us. Want to thank uh, OSS nine eighty, Harold Laws, D, Aaron, Jeff, Sports Talk, Tasha, Curls and Sports, Overtime, uh, uh, Rios. Uh, I'm sorry, J Bobby and Rios on Overtime. Make sure you check them out. Uh, Bernard Samuel. And, and, and uh, Nil and and some as they uh, are, are are the host of Shut Your Face Redskin Rundown Hand Down Man Down Podcast Working Title Podcast Soggy Nachos. Uh, after further review, the the threes of sh- the Ziza. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me figure. Out, let me give them the right shout out before I butcher the name. I know for sure. Just bear with us, podcast. My other podcast, DMV Dispute, we actually did pick them for the Baltimore Ravens and the Washington Redskins yesterday, so make sure you check that episode out. Uh, I also mentioned, real quick, uh, I did mention Soggy Nachos, What You Expect podcast. Also, Locked On Wizards, the Caesar Show, which is mostly basketball, uh, Half Street High Heat, um... Yeah, uh, Eat the City, D.C., Doll Parts, Ming Reina's, Ming Reina's uh, Home Court, DMV, Trezzo Beach, Vintage Trending, uh, Sharif, Tony, Warren, LJ, Clay, uh, Erica, Christina, my fam, your fam. Who else? We, we, we forgot anyone? Uh, I think we got everybody. Shout out to Rike never responding to to text messages and and fantasy football uh, request trade requests. Please, you just learned in sports. Yeah, like come on, man. Like, and all all the other chumps of Griffith fantasy foot Griffith family fantasy football league. Uh, this is week one, starting on Thursday. First game to commemorate. 100 years in the NFL, Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears. Who's winning that game, Matthew? Oh, the Bears. Yeah, I'm going with the Bears. Also, sure. they will win that game. I'm just, I'm just double checking. Uh, any other last things before we need to roll out? Mm, I think we got it all. Let's just say Matthew had a very good weekend. He did. Oh no, he was, did. He did. It was a solid. Game. Yep, 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 yep. All right, y'all. Until next time, sports reality. Peace.